with so many distortions and lies swirling around our world about identity and mission and purpose, we often hear the instruction to go to the scriptures, to allow the words of God to form our identity, to tell us who we are. So perhaps if you're having a bad day, an identity crisis, maybe this first reading would not be the first place to go to as we hear, fear not, O worm, Jacob, O maggot, Israel. Probably not the best place to go for your morning encouragement. Or maybe it is in the context. The Israelites, the chosen people, had been taken into exile. They had suffered persecutions, the loss of their homeland. Many of them had given themselves over to idolatry and infidelity. Many of them felt like a worm or a maggot, that they had lost everything, that they had no meaning, they had no purpose. So maybe this isn't the Lord telling them that's who they are. Maybe he's relating to them through their own self-identity. But then he goes on to remind them who he is, reminding us who he is and what he will do to restore and to refresh and to renew. So in a sense, maybe we should look at ourselves as a maggot or as a worm. Many of the great saints would call themselves that. And it's not out of self-hatred. It's because we recognize the greatness of God. The true living out of humility. That because God is so great, I really am nothing. But because God is so great, I can become everything. In this season of Advent, part of, maybe the main part of this time of preparation is stripping away all of the glitz and the glimmer that the world places upon, and sometimes we willingly and excitedly place upon ourselves. To strip down to the nothingness of who we really are, so that we recognize that we really need a Savior. Because if I am not nothing, then why do I need a Savior? If I can make it on my own, if I can go my own way, then why do I need Jesus? And this accepting of our nothingness, then we can accept the glory of God. So many of the saints live this out. The great saint, the great doctor, the mystical doctor of the church, St. John of the Cross. And in the infinite wisdom of God allows for that feast day to come in the midst of Advent. When the world is telling us to go get more, buy more, get more stuff, that you deserve everything you've ever wanted. And this year's going to be greater than last year. And you're never going to want for anything ever again because you're going to get it all. 
Then John the Cross teaches us to get rid of it all. It's through the nothingness, the detachment of the things of this world that we really become alive. All the things that we're clinging to, all the desires that we try to achieve for a little bit of something, it all amounts to nothing. And it's only in Christ Jesus that we can ever be anything or anyone. St. John was born to a very poor household, and he went to school, discovered his vocation, became a priest, a Carmelite priest. But from the very beginning, he had this desire to live into the nothingness, the complete detachment. But the religious life at that time was very not that. They lived a very comfortable life. They had the things of the world in the abundance. And he felt the call to reform, along with St. Teresa of Avila, two of the great saints of the Counter-Reformation, when the enemy of our souls took advantage of Martin Luther and they began to try to destroy the church and the Holy Spirit brought up so many of these glorious saints that we have, these counter-Reformation saints. St. John of the Cross is one who sought to reform his community. And he did such a good job that his brothers locked him away in a little cabinet that was barely big enough for his body because they did not want to change. But he persevered. He didn't give up. He continued with his transformation, his reformation of that community and eventually of the entire church. And he's the one who we remember. He's the one who's been raised to the saints, become a doctor of the church, not those who were comfortable in their way of life, who sought to silence him. In his poverty, in his exclusion from the community, he really learned to love the cross. And the simple sufferings that we enjoy every day is the path to our glory. He said many of us want to reap the fruits, the benefits of the cross, but very few of us want to go through it. It's only through the thicket of the cross that we could ever really enjoy the fruits. We could ever really enter into the glory of God. So what are you clinging on to? What lies about this world, that what you need in order to be somebody or to be something? What lies about your own identity have you taken on? Are you living into? St. John is inviting you today to let those all go. And as you recognize the grandness, the glory of God, the magnificence of God, you don't care about your nothingness because you recognize in God everything that you would ever want, everything you would ever need. We cling to this world and the things of this world trying to make our mark, trying to be somebody. 
And John said, and none of that matters. Because at the end of your life, you will be judged on love alone. And we know that with Jesus, there's no love without the cross. There's no love without suffering. And when we seek the things of this world to build a comfortable life, it's really hard to suffer. We become weak. We become soft. We become worms and maggots. Surrender that to the Lord today. Ask for the courage to let go, to be attached to God alone. Because when you have only him, you will realize that you have everything you'll ever need.